Hi, this is Kev Lakes Walker, and you are about to hear a podcast of an interview that appeared on Shades of Blues here on The Cat. And there will be plenty more as we delve into the archives. Sit back and enjoy. I'm delighted to say I'm now joined by Grace and Aaron from When Rivers Meet. Good evening, peoples. How are you? Hello, we're very good. Very thank good, you. thank you. How are you? Um, bearing up, still got clicky knees, but hey, I'm 56. What do you expect? Now, your album, when it dropped in my lap last week, uh, last year, I should say, I've never been so excited about an album for a long time. You must be wow, so proud of it. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, we make it proud, got to yeah. say. Yeah, took a lot of work, so we're really pleased that it come out good. So, how long have you been performing together? Oh, years. Well, well, we've now, been, yeah. yeah, we've been, like, sort of 10 years we've been playing yeah. music together. It's not really, it's only this last couple of years that we've got really serious, and we sort of feel like we found our sound in the last couple of years, and we started off, we recorded the EPs, we found our producer... Um, we quit our day jobs, so sort of everything sort of kicked off a couple of years ago, really. Yeah. But it's been a long time coming. <laughs> so, was there a sort of um, light bulb moment that made you decide this is what we're going to do? Yeah, I mean, uh, I think what it was was um, we saw Tyler Bryant, didn't we? Yeah. In the shakedown, and um, they were playing. They were supporting Guns and Roses. Yeah. Um, and it, yeah, there was just a few moments like that where we were watching them, and we were like, you know what? What are we doing? We need to be doing that. Yeah, we need totally. to be saying, you know. So I bought a Gibson Les Paul, yeah. and that was it. We sort of because before that we'd been playing because I play mandolin and violin. Um, it's quite it was quite easy for Aaron just to pick up his acoustic, and we ended up playing like this Americana stuff. But but we are both like big rock blues fans, <laughs> so um, it was sort of a case of we're not really playing the music we love. And then it was a couple of years ago when like Aaron said we saw a couple of bands and a few people said different things to us. And we were like, you know what, we need to just play music we love. Yeah. <laughs> this categorisation Americana, which seems to have come out in the past three or four years, it's just all embracing, isn't it? It is totally yeah. agree. Yeah. yeah, it's um it. it from what we've, from when we've looked it up, it is kind of that mixture of roots, blues, folk. Um, so I suppose it was it's an easy catch-all to, yeah. <laughs> to say. Well, one of the reviews that I've seen of your album says that it's got echoes of 1970s classic rock with hints of 1930s blues. Is that what you're aiming for? Or is that just how it turned out? Well, I mean. For sure, I think we were kind of aiming that way, weren't we? Because we do love classic rock and we do love blues um, from the 30s onwards. I mean, like, obviously, Robert Johnson and people like that. And then coming up to John Lee Hooker, which was my very, very first CD that I ever got. And I'm a massive, like, Bad Company, Free, Led Zeppelin fan. So um, if them influences come through, that's a good thing. That's what (laughs) it is. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I have said on numerous occasions that Paul Rogers is one of the best vocalists we've ever produced. Oh, I'm with you. Agreed. Yeah. Is this what you were surrounded with when you were growing up, or is this musical taste that you've developed in your later years? Um, I think I was sort of always um, influenced by sort of late 60s, 70s kind of music anyway from my parents. And um, the blues thing was kind of my own, really, in a way where I just loved like the blues style, the voices, the riffs, and all that sort of thing. No, yeah. So, and um, your sort of 
influences were more like um mine mine were more um like the soul yeah. so i used to be a massive soul fan so like dusty springfield randy crawford and uh, like reaper franklin of course and um so that that was my first real love because i love that soul style of singing um and then really like aaron introduced me to a lot of the, the, rock, more, the rock especially yeah. like the, the newer rock like the Guns N' Roses even Thunder Nirvana, and Thunder yeah. they knew it but you know yeah I mean yeah. even like Bad Company and things yeah. like that you know so mm. Aaron introduced me to a yeah. little bit so yeah and it, it's like we've been saying for years now that if you trace back from bands like Bad Company whatever it's definitely blues it's blues influenced oh for oh, sure yeah. yeah it's everywhere yeah. <laughs> it's everywhere <laughs> When I've asked this question of other people, what is it that drew you to the blues? A lot of people say it's the honesty of the lyrics and the music. Is that what drew you to it? Oh, I think so, yeah. I mean, I love the lyrics in the blues. I love I love all the blues notes. Um, I just love the feel of it all, to be, to be honest. It's just, it just feels so real. I think, yeah, and for me, like, it is those blue notes. Yeah. Like, because they're what I'm always inclined to. Whatever I'm singing, I want to hit those blue notes. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think... And, and just the riffs as well. And I the love story the storytelling in it. Yeah. There's so much to yeah. love, and it's yeah. not. I think as well, it's quite easy sort of to think, oh, it all sounds like the same. It's all the twelve yeah. bar thing, hmm. but it's so not. And even no, though I love so the same old twelve bar thing, yeah. there's so many more. Like you can throw the blues influences into like some of our songs, which are more rocky on yeah. the album. They've still got those the blue notes and the. Yeah. the I mean, one of our favourite songs is Manish Boy. Oh, and, you yeah, know, by Muddy Waters, and yeah. that's just got the same riff the whole way through. We love yeah. that repetition. We don't get bored of anything. Oh, brilliant. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> well, it's it's a well used phrase on this show that a lot of people think the blues is. I woke up this morning, and my dog was dead. Yeah. But yeah. It, it's so much more than that. Oh yeah, so much more, so much more. Yeah, I totally agree. So, have you actually performed over in America yet, or is that on your wish list? Well, we were supposed to go over there um, last year. This year. Uh, oh, this year. Yeah, yeah. we were supposed to, we Sorry, were booking it. It was supposed to be this year, oh, it was, sort of yeah, like right, yeah. soon. Now we were going to be going over to Chicago. We got yeah. invited over to um, Buddy Guy's. Um, oh, legends over there. Which uh, so cool. Yeah. So yeah, Bummer. it'll happen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be going to the likes of Memphis or doing a blues history tour? Um, well, we'll definitely want to travel all over for sure. I mean, America is obviously one of the best places to go for the blues. Um, and there's so many clubs out there and festivals and whatever else. So, yeah. We definitely want to go out. We're kind of, um, we're so excited about any form of gig. I think we're, like, <laughs> on, we're, booking, we're booking our UK tour for 2022. So it's still way off, but it's really exciting to be booking venues. And it's kind of difficult. We were supposed to be over in France next month. But it's so difficult, of mm. course, with what's going on to plan anything yeah. abroad, especially. We, we're not even really thinking about that at the moment. We're just sort of focusing on the UK, yeah. really. Well, in the blurb that I got, it said that you were planning an autumn tour for this year, uh, a headline tour with um, a three-piece backing band. But obviously, that's all on hold at the moment, I would imagine. Yeah, so it's already sort of being pushed over into 2022. It'll be the start of 2022 now, but we will definitely have a three-piece backing band, which we are so excited about. It's <laughs> going to be so cool. We've only played out as a duo, so... Um, yeah, but, to and then, the band is going to be... To, yeah, it's going to be so cool, especially because we do our live streams every week online, mm. um, and that's always just as a duo. It's going to be such a different sound with a band. 
Well, again, in the blurb that I got, it said that before lockdown, you toured the UK in a self-converted Volkswagen camper. Yes, yes, <laughs> we did. We we went when we left our jobs. We bought an um, a va- an old V-dub van for fifteen hundred quid, and we converted it purely because we thought we then don't have to be able to factor in hotel costs when we get gigs. <laughs> like we can, you know, we can just keep in the van and it's all cool. And our um, ambition as well is to never go on a campsite. So lay by, here we come. That's <laughs> <laughs> so it, it was a bit of a squeeze, but yeah, we just travelled and it was great. We managed row. Yeah, because, because it was easy and like there was low expenses and yeah. we just got to <clears throat> test the music out on people, which was what we wanted to do, to see what people thought of the sound. Um, we didn't do it for as long as we wanted to because of COVID, of course. But, mm. you know, we've done it for a while. So do you still have the camper? Oh, yeah, definitely. It's a bit uh, of a sore subject. Yeah, oh. unfortunately, it's in the garage at the moment because um, it looks like the fuel pump has gone wrong. Oh. And uh, it's taken it's taken about four months to, um, for, the, for the mechanics to it sort happens. it out. Right. Does it have a name? Oh, Vanny. <laughs> it's not very original. <laughs> just Vanny. I can just imagine you going up steep hills. And, come on, Vanny. Come on. Um, oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, times I thought I'd have to get out and push. I'm <laughs> I sympathise wholeheartedly. Um, Walking on the Wire, that is going to be released. Is that still going to be released in February? Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, we that's going to be the third um single release. We've done um Battleground and Did I Break the Law, um which was really cool. So yeah, we're going to be releasing Walking on the Wire next yeah, next month. Yeah. Which is yeah. really cool. Soon comes around, doesn't it? I know. I know. <laughs> so, I mean, all this promotion and stuff you've been played on Radio 2 and various places. Your heads must be spinning. It's all happened so quickly. Oh, for sure, yeah. I mean, it's, it's just amazing to get on Planet Rock and Radio 2 as well. It's just absolutely fantastic. It's just, it's, yeah, it's very different. I mean, it's amazing, but it's also really surreal because, like, yeah. like most people, we haven't really left our house for no. the last <laughs> year. So it's been really cool, all what's been going on, but I think it, it won't be... It's so in, virtual, isn't it's it? It's so virtual, yeah. Yeah. But cool. Obviously, we hope that things will settle down and return to some semblance of normality. Obviously, you've been locked away. Has the present circumstance, has that inspired new songs? Uh, yeah, for sure. I think it yeah. will. I mean, we just started to write for our next album, which will be coming out at the end of this year. So, um, yeah, we've got some ideas coming through to that. And Aaron does all our lyrics, so no doubt it will have outpourings of COVID-related <laughs> songs. Probably. <laughs> Probably. But we've well, only really just got our heads into it. So. Yeah. Well, I was going to say, you're still promoting the first album. You've not had a chance to tour or gig or anything. So will the second album go on hold, or are you still going to pursue that? No, we're going to pursue it still, and then when we do come out on tour, we'll be uh, gigging two albums. We feel like we want to make the most of the time, and yeah. we're really lucky with um, with Adam, our producer. We record at his house, and he's... He's literally a very iso- he's very isolated. Like he lives off his land and sort of. So yeah. we kind of well, we had to wait till the last national lockdown before we could go into the studio. Yeah, that's but true. it's kind of it feels good because there's own it's not sort of lots of people. It's not a no. busy place, so it's something we can do while we can't gig. When, so once the uh, lockdown rules, obviously the know, national lock. Yeah, once they lift a bit, lift we'll, a bit yeah. we're hoping to get in in the spring. Um, to record yeah because i mean i think we were in there three months solid for the album yeah so it's a big old chunk of time which 
you know, when everyone's gigging, when we're allowed to gig, it's like, we want to be gigging. Yeah. <laughs> we want to be in the studio. Yeah, well, with two on two albums under your belt, it's going to be one hell of a gig. It will be so Definitely. cool. <laughs> we've got the two EPs, so we've got yeah. like it's like three albums. We've got a nice little selection going yeah. on there, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. I truly look forward to seeing you perform sometime, and uh, I'm looking forward to the second album already. Thank you for taking time oh, out to you. do this. If you do get touring, come up to the northwest. Come up to the crew in Nantwich area. We'll welcome you with open arms. No, oh, for sure, awesome. we will be there. We will be no problem. <laughs> you take care. No, you look too. after yourself. Okay, bye bye. Cheers, bye. bye. And I hope you enjoyed that little interview there. And there will be more as we record more for the show. And we are going to delve into the archives and pull some of the old ones out as well. So, plenty more to come. And of course, if you want to hear the whole show, there is always Listen Again. I'll see you next time. Take care.